Hi, welcome to this video recording or episode of Omas, the podcast. Um, today we're doing a video recording and as well as a podcast. So we just wanted to put some faces on the screen to just talk about some of the topics that we talk about on the podcast, but more related to us females in today's world, in this 21st century millennial age that we're all in. It's we're all trying to navigate our ways through so i just wanted to if my lovely guests would introduce themselves so hi guys my name is mary and um, i'm an optometrist over to you <laughs> hi. um hi i'm Lanade. i'm not a student anymore <laughs> myself. um yeah you know living this adult life there we go. <laughs> um, hi guys, I'm Esther um, and I'm the Baliwa Programme Coordinator. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> um, hi guys, my name is Dami and I'm a business analyst. Oh. Well, hi guys. I suppose we should have gone first, but um, <laughs> I am Olamide and I, I work in marketing and obviously also co-host this podcast on Master. With my lovely guest. Actually, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So, hi, my name is Joy, and I'm an occupation therapist. Everyone's kind of doing like. I love how everyone is like in completely different fields, and you don't hear doctor, engineer, lawyer. Everyone is kind of doing different roles, which is good. Um, so my to get this conversation rolling, um, my first question is, as I said before, being a woman in the 21st century, how do you feel like, what are the issues that you face or how are you navigating growing up in this era? Not that you grew up in any other era, but <laughs> growing up right now compared to when you were younger. Mm. That, that is that. another question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In my, uh, uh, that's fine. I'll go first. In my opinion, obviously, mine would be um, having a child and going through maternity. Because, for example, obviously, when you go through maternity, you have to go off work for some mm. period of time, and then you have to go back to work. Obviously, um, being a first-time mom, mm. obviously, that was a bit hard for me. The fact mm. that you're going off maternity and then you then have to look for jobs and then you then have to obviously consider um, child-minding mm -hmm. in terms of where you're going to live your child, which is very expensive as well. You don't have to consider how you're going to pay for your bills, as, as more, you know, similarly how you're going to pay for um, childcare. So I just feel like here, obviously being a woman, it is hard, um, mm -hmm. in, obviously, in this day and age because of the way the maternity policy has been set up, mm -hmm. it hasn't really benefited women. women, to be fair with you, mm -hmm. so, yeah. So, okay, I'll come back to you on that. That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, for me, it's more around um, doing things that people don't expect you to do as a woman. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know, for people that know me, I use this example a lot. Um, when I started working, um, I started my career as a project manager and one of the challenges that I faced was because I was a woman. 
so um, very young out of uni getting into work and trying to project manage or manage people that are a lot older than you men as well they just I feel like they feel threatened by the fact that you're a woman and you're not just a woman you're young as well so you know those kind of challenges I faced a lot of you know people not wanting to acknowledge that you know I'm a leader in projects and things like that and that was quite sort of um, difficult to deal with, especially for somebody that was just coming out of uni and just trying yeah. to, you know, get into the industry and things like that. So it's the, um, obviously, 21st century is about changing the narrative and mm. women are trying to do more stuff now mm. and men don't, older men, I would say, don't always, it doesn't usually sit well with them because they don't just expect you to be able to, you know, break that barrier. Yeah, so that's, that's it for me. Really. So, um, going back to what you said, Joy, about um, um, the obviously the whole expenses. I know this is obviously growing up in the UK and the difference about growing up in the UK and growing up in Nigeria, like if you had your child in Nigeria, yeah. the you have somebody there to help you take care of your child. Yeah. But obviously, being here in the UK, it's you and your husband yeah and and if you have relatives it's not like they leave mm -hmm. 10 minutes or 20 minutes they're yeah, hours away not, yeah they're hours away from you so you probably miss that mm -hmm. so that would probably have saved a lot of money, money yeah in terms of child minding and obviously yeah. balancing the whole work exactly. you probably could have gone back to work earlier as yeah. well instead of taking a full year out because you needed that time to reset yourself mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. after having a child yeah and obviously if the housing was a bit affordable for mm -hmm. us in our 20s then we can then live closer to mm -hmm. our family members mm -hmm. whereas when it's then expensive you don't have to look for something that can fit within your budget mm -hmm. therefore moving further away from your family members so mm -hmm. yeah i think what you said was quite important and I think you're going to be thinking about the career progression thing as a woman as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, even as a young married woman, like um, you're, always, you're already thinking about, because I'm self-employed, for example, mm -hmm. and I remember someone asking me, like barely a week after I got married, like, oh, try and make sure that you go into full-time employment mm -hmm. just in case you have a baby oh. yeah, so you can get maternity leave. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. You know, I just took on, obviously, I didn't think the person was coming from a bad place. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it kind of makes you think about the possibilities of what you're saying happening because, of course, you need childcare. Yeah. I kind of like joke with her sometimes, like, you don't really want to help yeah. and stuff. But it's actually something that's always at the back of my mind. And when I speak to other persons um, that have had children and that my like my colleagues and stuff, mm -hmm. and I see how they're struggling with that. So I can definitely identify what you're saying as well. And I think also in the sense, um, one, one other point I was going to make about um, the challenges that women face, it's getting better in a way, but I think women are starting to have a voice mm -hmm. over certain issues. I think like um, back, let's say 10 years, a woman didn't necessarily have is, um, an opinion about saying things uh, even up to certain leadership positions you wouldn't find women yeah. in place in certain um, career positions i think that's getting better but obviously there's still a lot of work that needs to be done yeah, yeah. because i know the pay gap is still there yeah. but it is getting better so even in terms of career as well it's, it's something that we women are still climbing up on yeah. that's um, that sense as well and 
if you had an employer that wanted to employ you, and let's say they had a male candidate or a female candidate, mm -hmm. and someone like my age, they probably think, um, she might want to start having children and blah, blah, blah. And just because of that, they might choose a male candidate. Not because, yeah. not because it's necessarily better, but because they feel like they can get more use out of him. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we're still facing that discriminatory thing going on. Um, so that's another point I wanted to make. It's so funny how, even though I would say we're still young, but that's still something that we're still we're worrying about mm. at a current age yeah like even though obviously well i'm 26 and getting married is somewhere in my future but also i want to build a career mm -hmm. i want to get up the ladder but someone looking at me oh i'm a woman that mm -hmm. means oh she's gonna have a child soon so let me know in prayer because i don't want to waste my training or my yeah. time and it's like I'm only I'm I was created to be a woman should not be a punishment. Yeah. It's not my fault that I'm a woman or that I have to carry a child. And I hear something a lot as well when people talk about you as a woman, you either choose to follow your career path or choose a family. Mm. Yeah, but you can yeah. You can I am determined. I am determined <laughs> to have both. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's a mindset thing though, but I have seen a lot it's of women hard. have to make sacrifices. Mm. You, you see a lot of women taking out three year gap in their employment and but, just having to focus on one thing. Yeah. But why does it have to be that way you know, That's that's a, that's what we need to be talking about. Why can't the responsibility be shared? You're not making the baby by yourself. Of course, which is true. So, for example, you can still have that. And unfortunately, the way employment works, if, for example, your partner is in like a full-time employment, I'm flexible, so I can decide to like, let's say, after three months having a baby, I'm back Ooh. to work. But in their case, only they'll have like a set limit of paternity leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is like two weeks. So the UK is quite when it comes to work-life balance, it's not great in that sense. Mm -hmm. We're going to like. Um, like my partner when he was in Australia was talking about the fact that they had one of the best work-life balance because they actually give the I think the father's like almost like 20 weeks but it's actually quite but if you don't take it all at once you, you actually it's it, 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 it spread, it's, it's spread it's out so they actually recognize that which is so I think it's just it's the you is the system that we're stirring it's it's just takes, yeah. it's still you know it's gonna take a while before they get there but yeah. there's some countries that have that in place. yeah definitely. Um, but because you have to think about the fact that money has to keep flowing in. And one person just has to make that decision and say, you know what, I don't mind sacrificing exactly. this and that. And it can be the men sometimes because I see some of my patients and they are like, um, they're the ones doing everything to do with childcare and they're, yeah. they're, they're males. So I think it just has to be a decision that has to be made. Um, but I think definitely what you said at that point is a mindset thing. I think women can have both. I've mm. seen some women do it. It takes a lot of strife and effort, mm. but I think it's definitely achievable. And to back up what you said, I feel like the system does need to change. Mm -hmm. um, it needs to be a bit more flexible to accommodate mm -hmm. things like this. So, um, for example, talking about um, having to, you know, take a break in your career to have mm -hmm. kids and that, it should be easy for women to be able to get back in. People struggle with that as well. And that's why some mm -hmm. women find it hard to actually take that break mm -hmm. off because I'm somebody that I know I'm going to struggle with that because mm. yeah my career because of your career path <laughs> do you know what I mean mm. so um, I am going to have kids so I'm one of those people that when I get married I probably just pop kids and <laughs> 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 you know get out and say pop it yeah it makes sense when it wasn't for a while and then that way when you don't go back to work 
you can have both. It doesn't make sense going, taking one year out and going to your then five years working and then going It's just not, it doesn't work. weird you said that point because I actually reminded me of someone saying to me that she was in an interview situation, and this is actually true, like, um, and the they actually brought back the final two candidates, it was mm-hmm. herself and another lady, and they said, why should we choose you over the other person? And she said, I'm done having my kids. Wow. And so she would be in that situation where she would need, I know it's like probably yeah. not the best thing, yeah. but I need to be At that point was valid for them, because oh. they're like, oh, she's actually done. And she's ready to, you know, yeah, progress in her career. Yeah. So not the best point to eat somebody else with in the interview situation, but it's actually relevant. Yeah. But wouldn't you always have kids in the picture all the time anyway? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're talking about how you're yeah. done, but are you... Your kids are always constantly I mean, it's different. It's different. It's different. Once you're done... You're not having to go on to maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Bringing up a child is really hard. You're gonna have to. They go through effect. They go through stages where obviously you have to sleep this night. They have to teen teen and they have God knows what. So whereas when it gets to a certain age, for example, two or three years old, where they've started nursery, they're going into um, school. You know, they have to school. Whatever. There's a structure. There's a structure for them, and therefore you're not really. There are going to be times you're going to have to take a few days yeah. off work. However, it's not going to be as much as you take going off the time to leave. Mm-hmm. So that's the and also, that's the difference. Yeah. At that stage as well, the responsibility is easier to mm-hmm. share. Yeah. You can't share pregnancy with you. But at that point, you know you don't have to do everything. Your partner can you know pick up mm-hmm. those things and just yeah. do all of that stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But what about for the people who don't actually want to have kids? Mm-hmm. That's, That's the pressure of life. Yeah. The pressure of life. Like, yeah. If you're a lady, you're expected to, to be get married and to have kids. <laughs> what about for those people who don't want that? How do you deal with the pressure? Do you know what? I've actually thought about the whole not getting married thing. And mm-hmm. like, I was more thinking about oh, how would I tell my mother? But you know when you're just going through different thoughts in your yeah, head, yeah. it's not like oh, yeah. I'm never gonna yeah. get married. But I was thought about it that if I actually made that decision that I don't want to get married, yeah. I just wanna have a, just live my life, of course, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy my life mm-hmm. how I wanted, not having anybody there or have kids or anything like that. How would I have a conversation with an African? Let me just emphasize. African parents yeah. to say I don't want to get married. I'm just gonna say the day I said it to my mom, obviously I was just I was just putting it like oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Oh I might not even get married. Let me tell you what mom said, God forbid. <laughs> 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 Someone was like, they don't know how our parents did it. That some of them, my mom already had me at my age, mm-hmm. and like some people, how they were able to be married, having kids, and 
being like just getting on with life mm-hmm. our, our age like you but i mean but someone was like it's just because economy is different back then to mm-hmm. what it is now and it's a lot a lot tougher financially raising a child is expensive a lot of people want other things as well exactly. let's just think it's about not, it and people want to buy a house some people want to have nice cars. Some people want to travel across the world. Everyone's and they just don't want to yeah. So you, yeah. I think that's very important to note. So some people don't necessarily want to get married straight away. Mm-hmm. Some people want to actually explore and actually live life. You know, and you, you have couples that even they are married, <laughs> but they decide to delay having kids for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's people very important. still comment on the fact that you've been married for a long yeah. time and you don't yeah. have a child. Yeah. And like people need to learn to mind their business. <laughs> <laughs> Nigeria, that is like an African thing, and you can't get rid of it. I don't think it's African. It's also is in the Asian community. Yeah, yeah. 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 Asians as well. They do have obviously similar principles or styles today. Yeah, 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 based on how you want it. Mm-hmm. If you get married at an earlier time, that's fine. Like I just happened to have met my partner whilst at university, first yeah, university, exactly, second, yeah. seven years down the line before I got married to him. So it's 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 different for everyone. And yeah. that's why I said you have to set the pattern and the course you want for your life. Because at the end of the day, when you had married, and when you're going through stuff, nobody's going to be there to yeah. help you out or like, to be with you. Right. <laughs> and I feel like as individuals as well, we should change our thinking orientation. Because what you just said now, if if I meet someone that says, oh, I don't want to get married, my first instinct would be, are you okay? But that's like, not me like, though, because I've that, read, I think it's just about yeah. reading up and being, for me, I love working, watching like documentaries. Mm-hmm. So I've seen people go through like stuff and I've met some successful women that are not married. I've yeah. met some successful women that were married and were not married and they're doing amazing stuff. And, I agree and they've accomplished so much more, even outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think because I'm educated and I've learned and I see those prime examples, so, I, I know somebody said to me that they don't want to get married. I want to be yeah, there. It's not like, like I don't get it. Yeah, I'm thinking my first yeah. instinct yeah. would be oh, okay, you're in. But then obviously, after a while, I'll be like, yeah. Just so we need deal. to like we, we need to change our mentality. Okay. Because in the world, the world is a world, mm-hmm. isn't it? So it's not how it used mm-hmm. to be a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. That it should be. You know, we should yeah. be yeah. Setting like, a personally, example. my friend, she was 
when I was in uni, she was like, oh yeah, I don't want to get married, I don't want to get married. And for me, I understood, like, even though I understood why she doesn't want to get married because of, like, her parents' dynamic and stuff like that, I was still like, no, you're going to get married, like, you know, because it's so ingrained in you, like, you're going to get married, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I feel like for us, it's like an ambition of, like, oh, you know, and once you're, yeah, it's an accomplishment, like, once you're married, you know, you're, you're at that level. Your status is right. It's as, crazy, it's like, you are here, you know that, Insecure. So I think we just have to be careful mm-hmm. in that sense. Just 
Yeah, because she needs to go. Because she can't believe you in the video, she's not believing. Please drop her here, don't take her to the wedding I've never said that I'm this good, so I'm excited. She cooks sometimes. She cooks sometimes. She doesn't. Yeah, I do. That was not even sometimes. That is rarely. Sorry if you want to. I don't even know where we stopped. Talking about how highlight So we just have to really sit back and actually think about the fact that we know what we're seeing is another person's highlight reel. And we know that we also have our best days that we don't necessarily yeah. post on social media. Mm. And you just have to really be content with where that's you the, are. And I think content is main, so important that if you think about it, you're, you're thinking, oh gosh, you know, in my marketing career, I've done this, I've, I've been to, I've hosted this um, um, event, it's been successful. You have to think about your achievements based on mm. where you, you are, are, based on your career and um, prospect. Mm -hmm. Because you can't compare your marketing career with somebody on social media that is probably like a vlogger and a traveler mm. because they require themselves to be there mm -hmm. to actually make money. Mm. So it, it's 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 just understanding so, that. I have a question that though. Um, so it's all well and good talking about reminding yourself of your own highlights and all of that stuff. What if you don't have any? Yeah, that's where it gets difficult. What do you mean? Like, like if you don't have any, you have any good points. In your group of friendship or whatever, you're the only bum, for example. Is it that you're not doing that? You're not even. Because you said bum. Meaning that like, you're not doing anything at all, so you're not even trying. <laughs> 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 you're trying, but things are not just working out. So yeah. you know, your friends are getting great jobs, buying houses, cars, and all of that. But you're trying, but you're not just getting there. Like things mm. are, you're taking one step so, forward. So you're you're trying to be very positive about life, you know, to try and think about the good things that you know, the brilliant things you've done. But there's nothing. How mm. do you do with that? Well, it happens. Like we do, we all go through certain stages in life where, yeah. obviously, what we wanted to happen is not happening. Mm -hmm. If you go, know I mean, so as long as you yourself know you're trying your best, you are doing what you can, mm -hmm. and you've got positive friends around you that are obviously mm -hmm. not showing whatever they have in your face, but <laughs> obviously <laughs> encouraging you and letting you know actually mm -hmm. we're here to work for you and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like every one of us would go through that stages mm -hmm. where we definitely, yeah. obviously, we plan something, but it doesn't yeah. always fall in place. Yeah. You know? so I, I think I get what Dami is saying. And mm -hmm. one thing, what just popped into my head was about seasons. Mm. That's awesome. Everyone has um, different seasons. Yeah. And obviously, we're all Christians here. Yeah. And it's, it's important to know the season that you're in yeah. and there'll be seasons where things you know if you decide to pick up something today and you drop tomorrow like things mm -hmm. are just not working at all and someone um i was um someone said something that was important that i thought was so important a couple of days ago they were saying the season that you're in is god trying to teach you something and the problem that you're facing right there you can find it in his presence. Mm -hmm. So people always think, oh, um, 
like I'm going through a dry season spiritually. I know it's not completely related to what you just asked, but it's just an example of what I'm trying to say. No, like I'm going through a dry season spiritually, and I'm seeing other people shabashing, doing well, amazingly in this. Obviously, you don't really know, yeah. Fruits are showing, yeah, and you're like, what the hell is going on with me? <laughs> what is going on with me but it's like sometimes you need to go through the valley before you get to the high top because what you learn in the valley is what's going to help you at the mountain top mm, and true. i was like okay friends are doing so well they are but you're the only one that hasn't your career hasn't started mm -hmm. you're still single you're not saying single is a but you're let's say you're just not doing as well as your friends mm, yeah. and if your friends are pray to god that you have good friends around you that's most important mm -hmm. because you can have friends that they would use that to drag you and suck you and suck like they'll be the ones to suck the energy away from mm -hmm. you but if you have good friends that would support you and hold you uplift you in not just Sometimes it's not even just in prayer, but like words can help. Yeah. Even though give you money or there's just a support system there for mm -hmm. you, you won't. I don't think you feel it feel as bad if you have the opposite type of friends that mm -hmm. are constantly waving their achievements in mm -hmm. your face. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or you disagree with that? I do disagree with that. I, I feel like in terms of what you said about being the you know person in the group that is just not feeling fulfilled. Um, it's. I think at some point in everyone's life, we probably has gone. We've gone through that. It could be in high school where you're not the most liked person, or you're, you're still sending in, or you, you're. Yeah, you're just not achieving as much as you want to. And I think the concept of seasons, like when you talked about seasons, the the scripture. Um, from the Bible, which is Ecclesiastes, talks about that there's a time for everything under mm. the sun. There's a time to reap and there's a time for harvest. Yeah. Everybody's going to go through a season of reaping and harvesting, mm -hmm. of mourning and of, of being, of having tears of joy. So there's a time for everything. But I think in that moment itself, it doesn't feel like you're going through mm. a season. Mm -hmm. And we have to be realistic with ourselves. Some people, <laughs> and I feel like in those moments, I've gone through the worst, the worst stages is. You just basically go through like taking each day at a time mm -hmm. so you might not even have the you might want to rely on those friends that you talked about but people might not even understand what you're really going through you might not be able to tell people what mm -hmm. you're going through so you and some people end up going to depression into mental health problems mm -hmm. during that time and it's very very common in this day and age and unfortunately in the system we are or in the uk for example a lot of people don't don't like to share uh, because everybody's been careful of what people think about them which yeah. is true to an extent um and everybody just wants to make sure that for example even if you end up going through that rough path you're not you're not being looked at and say and you don't want people looking at you and saying oh look at her blah 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 so it's it's real and it's normal that's that's the way i can say that it's normal and i feel like you will eventually get through it but it's just really takes, the time yeah it's the time is exactly. like finding the right goals and praying that you fall in the right place over time because you can fall into the wrong hands for example you might go into a relationship that is not the right one for you because you're trying to seek help and you're trying to get yeah. someone to approve you and you know so it is um it's a normal i feel like it's a normal part of life to go through i um, think adding, adding to what you sorry adding to what you've just said i've obviously the way like i said we all go through stages however the way I deal with it when I go to stages, you just have to 
I know, for example, you might feel like you haven't achieved that much, but if you think about actually the things you've actually achieved, the positive things, and then compare yourself, I feel like sometimes we kind of like, we're too harsh on ourselves, we're too hard on ourselves, because you don't actually, you might feel like your situation is actually worse until you hear someone else's story. So sometimes you just have to, yeah, just compliment yourself, how you've, yeah, for being thankful for where you are, because that's, because when I compare myself to when I hear someone else's story and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what you said, majority of us are so close in that we barely want to, you know, we're always in the smiley faces mm -hmm. and barely share the negative things that's going on mm -hmm. in our lives. But when people do actually start opening up to you yeah. to say, actually, this is what I'm going through. So I think sometimes you just have to step back and say, actually, my situation might not be as bad as I think it is, because there might be someone else out there mm -hmm. who's actually, you know, struggling <laughs> than I am. So, yeah. Don't worry, man. Yeah. It's not about me. In case anyone else is watching this, I'm trying to yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. one thing I was going to ask, because we're all mentioning achievements, achievements. Most of these things are material things. Mm -hmm. the, and the, obviously, we know material things fade. Mm -hmm. And even because I think I was saying, um, I'm always saying something to somebody, or someone's always saying something to me. <laughs> but um, Oh yeah, it was you that I was talking to. When you get a new job and you get the high of, oh my God, I just got a new job. Like you're in that high for maybe a week or two. After then, the the reality, the, the reality hits you down. The work, the work hits you like, so when we get new material things, we're in a high period like, oh my God, I've achieved this. But after a while, you yourself start feeling, oh, I want to get more. It's time for more. So, when you think about achievements, we I think we focus a lot of achievements on material things. But the I, f I feel like for someone to be truly to feel like they were to be truly happy or to feel like they've achieved a lot is like it's just being positive in life because or staying true to yourself. I think that's an achievement because not a lot of people stay true to themselves with the way life swings you left and right and you either compromise yourself or your integrity or your even your christian life can be somehow somewhere but i think if we take the focus off material things i think we'll be a lot happier and content with ourselves yeah i think the key word there is contentment yeah it's pretty much contentment because it's weird i was watching this um show on youtube it was a documentary actually i'm not sure if anybody watches dragons then yeah but there's one of the dragons um, it's called peter can't remember his last name he's one of the long-standing dragons and there and he did a documentary with two persons two um they're like pretty much meant to be the most successful businesses in uk mm -hmm. one of them i'm not sure if you know the innocence movies yeah like, yeah so it was one of the founders um i think he's like in his 30s um, and then there was another lady who was like, um, forgot the name of the company. Uh, it's like one of the most successful lingeries in the UK. Okay. And I think one boiling point, what they were trying to understand was what what does success actually mean? Because these people are earning millions, sorry, mm -hmm. of pounds. For example, the lady's business is worth fifty million pounds, and his business is like I think it was just over hundred million pounds. Mm -hmm. So, but I think one thing they all said towards the end that was very profound for me was that 
they always feel a sense of anxiety no matter how much they've achieved wow. they feel like they've not really attained they've not really gotten there they feel like they need to get more mm -hmm. and i think these are people that if you think on the physical side you're talking about material things they have the money mm -hmm. they, i feel like because they're always thinking what is next what is next and i think that's why we have to pause back in every stage we are to think and I, I actually should be grateful for how far i've come and where i am you know the fact that it could be that you're the first person that's gone, done uh, you finish university. your uh, university or you've done uh, msc or you know there's always something to be thankful for and i think it's just pausing and realizing that because if the most one of the most successful people three of them have actually talked about the fact that there's always an anxiety there that makes them feel like they're still not good enough and they all confirm it as something that they all face and they've all sat down with entrepreneurs that they always agree with that concept i definitely agree so, to that definitely. yeah that you still want to push ahead yeah all the time yeah no so, matter how big i do something mm -hmm. if i achieve something really big i still yeah. think oh next you tell me yeah. Yeah. to come now like what <laughs> yeah. she <you> does <laughs> yeah. So, yeah i can definitely relate to that but i wonder why that is why is it such a push for what wanting more like imagine having if i had millions in my account something but i feel like everyone's unique in that way obviously some people could do for have the drug you know reaction that oh my gosh i want some people react. are addicted to success some people mm. are addicted well some people are try, actually trying to push themselves that you've done this you said actually i didn't know i could do this now i've done this mm. now i want to see what else i'm able to do mm. so you actually pushing yourself to the next level because mm. that's some that's some that's something i would do mm. if i've achieved something and i feel like I've actually achieved this. I didn't know I was able to do mm -hmm. that. What else can I do? You know, I'll try to then encourage myself to go up more mm -hmm. and then see if I achieve that. Because as humans, you just want to, obviously not everyone, but some of us, we're so determined and we're so focused that we want to keep pushing ourselves to mm -hmm. actually see. You say to yourself, if this person can do it, then why I can't I do it? So it's that kind of thinking that gets some of us, I'm not saying everyone's yeah. gets some people different, some of us to get going, to want mm -hmm. to push for more. Mm -hmm. But what, what, that's why. But it's the same right. concept yeah. though. For example, if you watch the documentary on Netflix, on Bill Gates, I'm not sure anybody's yeah. watched it, but this guy is, a, is, we know he's one of the richest guys in the world, mm. but he still wakes up at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning every day because he has a vision. That he's trying to push okay. for, yeah. and after that vision, he sets himself a new target. Yeah. And this is somebody that is, I'm wondering what, what, what when they asked him why is it the case? He said, because I only have a certain limit of time here left. 
you know, he's talking about the fact that he's, he's, he hasn't got forever to go. So whatever change and impact he can make with his wealth, he has to make it now. Yeah. The fact that he's still so that's 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 another concept from another person that is way up there, but he's still waking up super early, still trying to do a lot of problem solving, still traveling around and trying to find solutions to a lot of problems. So I think with that, because I feel like there's a there's a separation between like normal people and billionaires. <laughs> Now it's about okay, so I don't have that much time because it took me this long for me to get here. Mm-hmm. So then, for me to get to make, because obviously, you've already achieved the goal that many people want to mm-hmm. achieve. So then, you're thinking, okay, I don't have a lot of time, what else can I do? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not just going to sit here with my millions and just and be yeah. in my car. Some people yeah. do, though. Some people do, Some people but do. even but then, they're, they're, they're not the smart people mm. that you want to keep maintaining. Exactly. Keep, mm-hmm. You want to keep thinking of a new, 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 new area. It comes back to you because that dude sleeps and he makes millions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like okay, so I've got this billions and billions of like dollars. What am I gonna do with it? It's like I can't just I'm, I can't. Dami told me my brother. My brother told me <laughs> that you actually cannot physically spend a, a billion dollars. Like because everything like everything you buy is gonna be uh what is that um, a commodity mm-hmm. that is gonna be it's gonna make you money everything you buy is gonna make you money you can't be spending it it's not like us when we get 300 pounds or 10 pounds <laughs> 10 pounds is like okay now i have 290 <laughs> you know what i mean like this year you can buy a million dollar painting next year it's like five million mm-hmm. you know it's like it's always for them they, they're making money. money. So mm-hmm. now they're like, okay, what can I do with this money? Am I going to help my environment? Am I going to make another business? Am I going to invest in other people? So it's just like, I think with that, once you pass that, you're, you're in a new mentality mm-hmm. of, okay, what can I do to impact others or do da, 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 da. Um, I think you were going to talk about the whole feeling empty part of it well, because we've, we've talked about different, yeah. different, different sections of the whole pushing ourselves or wanting yeah. more yeah. but um i don't think there's a difference between normal people and billionaires <laughs> I, I understand what you mean though i think she but, means the mindset yeah um, yeah she's just giving an analogy i don't even think it's the mindset because if you have the mindset as well you can push yourself to get there mm-hmm. so what she's talking about she's giving you an example from the top from the fact that this person, for example, I am not a billionaire yet and yeah. I'm aspiring to be. Yeah. So she's giving you a take on from the beginning approach and how I'm seeing things and when yeah. I eventually get there. But then conversely to somebody else who's already there. So that's what the example she tried to give there. Yeah. So one thing I was going to say is I think it all comes down to the definition of what your success is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does success mean to you? What does it mean to be? You know, in the book of Third John, it says, um, the Bible says, um, I wish above all things that now may prosper and being good health, even as you're so prosperous. And um, so, what is prosperity to you? Because um, the Bible actually says money is the least prosperity thing, which is one thing that we are all actually striving for. That's mm-hmm. the least of the things. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you were saying is actually about within yourself. If you prosper spiritually mm-hmm. and you prosper, you know, in health, you prosper. Um, in your soul, because also the soul talks about the mind, the emotion, and the will. If you prosper in all those things, I don't. Even, I don't think the drive to want the finance, to go for the finances, the wealth, would be as 
high as it is in this society. I think we're it's a void. Like I can't remember who said that. I don't that. think so. It's like you're on, we're running for something though. Isn't but it? I've seen people that are really it's spiritual right, right. and they're wealth men. They're wealth coach and they're literally doing trade. They do trade. I don't want to mention it, but they do yeah. trading. So, and it's not about the fact that it's not a drive, but there's nothing wrong with being spiritual and also wanting to make a difference. Because to be honest, if we want to be, because there's something called the Christians in the marketplace, if we if the Christians in the marketplace can, they can actually change the game. Because yeah. if we can, if God blesses us with wealth and we get to a level where we can make an impact, that means that you're not... We're not binding so many things that we shouldn't be binding each other. You're actually focusing your <laughs> energy on other things and thinking about ideas and solutions, how you can make a difference yeah. and impact in the world. I'm not saying money is a bad thing, don't yeah. get me wrong. And what I'm saying is those who are spiritually and those who are who prosper spiritually, mm-hmm. their goal is not the finances. No, the, that, the, the, that yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like one of the bypass things. Yes, yeah. it's like just yeah, it's additional. It's an additional. It's just yeah. something that you have. It's a resources. Yeah. So to speak, that's that's what I'm saying. A lot of us that feel that way, it's more of you're trying to fill a hole. And um, you know the Bible talks about how um you're clean and then this and um, the spirit goes off. It comes back and you see that the uh, house is still mm-hmm. empty. Mm-hmm. That's because you have an empty you have mm-hmm. an empty thing in you that you haven't filled. Mm-hmm. You cleaned it, but you didn't fill it with God's presence. You didn't fill it with mm-hmm. you know worshiping God. So now. The spirit is now come back and it's filled that void that you had and now you go off searching for something. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is for people who are spiritually prosperous, so obviously you can be spiritual and not be prospering spiritually. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different topic. <laughs> but those people who are actually walk in prosperity in spiritual things and in their soul, finances and wealth is just a bypass mm-hmm. thing and you don't have those anxiety anymore. You don't have those you're not feeling too empty. Mm. That's kind of how I view those kind of minds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I going to... no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different point of view and it's good yeah, to yeah. think about it from that point um, of view. And into that, I watched a YouTube video and it was like a comparison of two people. One was a trader and one was like a Uber driver or Uber Eats mm-hmm. delivery person. And then they followed them through their day-to-day life. The, mm-hmm. um, the um, trader would wake up, you know, chill with his friends, do a bit of work, get, and he got, what is it, he got like 11,000 within a day. He made 11,000 a day. The trader. The trader. And then they went to the Uber driver, and he woke up, read his Bible, prayed, um, did his job. He had like, was it like $50 in a day? And at the end of the video, they asked him, they asked both of them, are you guys happy? The trader said, no, I'm not really that happy. Like, you know, I feel like there's something empty in me, da, 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 da. And then the, um, the Uber driver was like, yeah, I feel fine, even though I've got depression and stuff like that. I'm happy with it myself. <laughs> I know, it's weird, but, but it literally got me thinking. I was just like, this dude was able to make $11,000 in a day. Like, but in the world of trading, that might not be enough, though. It's, it's a different... It's different but then that's in the lifestyle. That's, that's, lifestyle. that's how you... That's lifestyle, like, that's lifestyle choices. Yeah. Because like trading, we're talking about life. investment here. So it's it's it might just be that because in trading you have to meet same targets. So if yeah, you don't no, meet that target, but if, let's no, say he's a but let's say you're as a trader, he's probably making millions a year. Your house, your mortgage, whatever house mansion is living in is costing you ten. <laughs> So if you made 1100 on that day, it's probably not enough to cover his exactly. Bills. So that's why you're not happy. So that's why I said it's based on probably his life. <laughs> that's why I said he's not happy. Well, it might have been a case of he's 
himself, he set himself a high target and he didn't achieve it. There's so many things that we were pointing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> As you know, the conversation is really flowing well, but um, we just need to come back, take a break, and join us again in part two.